Welcome to The Prototype. In our last episode, we had a talk with Steve Lyman. Our show's focus was on sacrifice, and Steve had to give up the ultimate sacrifice for his life. He had to give up playing the guitar professionally. Playing the guitar as a way of life so that he could support his wife and his family. Well, that's where we left off. In this theme is regeneration. We're going to talk to Steve again, and we're going to go back into his life and have him tell us his story. His story about his business, his story about his future, and his story about the guitar. deepest part of myself I never gave up the idea that there was something that I had and wanted to say uh, musically artistically Uh, but the instrument is uh, so difficult and so complex and music and the quality of music that I enjoy and and feel I need to play uh, demands so much it's it's something that really has to be approached Uh, every day pretty much Um, I was unable to maintain both so I went into the world of restaurants which many artists do if not most um, and uh, waited tables and managed and uh, learned and developed a career I opened several very successful restaurants for uh, other people and I had my own for a while was about a 20-year, 18-year hiatus from uh, music as as a career. few things that came together. Uh, my business had failed for a variety of reasons. It was a, it was a very uh, good business, uh, but there were some things that happened in the city um, uh, that created uh, a 
uh, restricted access to my business that helped put it under. There were some other issues as well, certainly proprietor issues as well. Um, and I remember going to my younger brother's office. Uh, as my business started to fail, it became increasingly difficult to always meet payroll. Uh, I needed a $2,500 bump, and uh, even though I'm, my family were estranged from each other, we, we, we know each other somewhat, and there's no animosity there. So he has done very well in business, and uh, I asked him if he'd float me like $2,500 for about five days uh, so that I could meet my payroll, and I went to see him at his office. and we were talking about the difficulties of business and so forth and he looked at me and said steve you're you're an artist and that hit me you know that had a profound effect on me and I, I never forgot that moment and I always knew that he was right in my heart of hearts um, and shortly after that my business collapsed I tried a few other things uh, went for you know another couple years trying to fit in to the social the societal regimen of careers offered for what I do in Salt Lake City and I just finally said, at my age, my children are old enough. They're pretty much gone. I have to reclaim this part of myself. I became extremely despondent. And you might even say, in a way, suicidal, as far as knowing with certainty that the life that I had imagined that I would try to fulfill had ended. So I made a decision to go back into pursuing music as an art, um, regardless of the outcome. Uh, if my demise was certain, I was going to fulfill it in pursuit. Some people would say in pursuit of my dream, but it's really not that. It's more accepting responsibility for who you really know you are and doing the most with that. of the instrument, as I said before, are enormous. You have to spend hours a day just to maintain it at a certain level and to be not only successful, but to express the quality of music that uh, I'm driven to requires total dedication. 
to it uh, as far as development of facility. And on top of this, I started composing. Um, and uh, I felt that the niche that I would be able to uh, go into and carve out would be as a uh, performing uh, composer. began to improve, my compositions began to improve, my understanding of what it is it was that I wanted to say uh, artistically became clearer, and that became the most important thing to me. So a sense, in a sense, I was consumed by this, and I have friends, artist friends that warned me of the, you know, the consuming, devouring muse. and. Uh, I do think there's something there, but I, I think it's something that's un, unavoidable and that any real artist really needs to confront and go into. You know, it's coming out the other side that uh, uh, is truly loving. I, I did just recently a debut recording, and this is a recording that, that I have put off for, I would say, about 30 years. When I was uh, in my 20s, I had uh, a, uh, an offer from a very well-established label to, do, uh, uh, to start recording from them, and I really didn't pursue it at all had plenty of chops, had good repertory, was playing well, but I just felt that what it was that I had to say artistically had not been developed yet, was a long way off, and I felt that I would fail, and it wasn't very meaningful to me. There it was a recording by 
one of the last recordings, if not the last recording, by the great guitarist Julian Bream. It was my favorite. I've never met the man. Um, I listened to, uh, it's one of the few guitars I actually listened to. This recording is called Nocturnal. And uh, there were some pieces by the Japanese composer Toru Takamitsu that I heard for the first time on this recording. And when I heard Mr. Bream play these pieces, I heard the voice that I was trying to find all of these years. And an opportunity came for me to present this, these, this material ready for it and happened to have several compositions ready to go, uh, pretty close anyway, and so I gave that my all. Um, it's something that I put off a very, very long time. A lot of people had encouraged me over the years to do a recording, but you know, I, I, did, I always felt that if I were to do one at that time, it would be short of the mark and that I w wouldn't be able to represent truly what I wanted to particularly on a debut. And, um, you know, once you do a recording, man, it is there. Uh, so I, I was not going to do anything mediocre. I mean, I don't have the recording yet, and we're just finishing the editing process on it. Sounds good, but it might be good to my ear. It may not be appreciated by anyone else, and, you know, maybe it is shorter than Mark. Maybe not. Hopefully not. But it is as honest, uh, it is the most uh, honest effort that I've made in doing so. And I really encourage other artists to, to do this too. You know, don't, it's not about getting out there. It's about, for me, waiting till the right moment and doing it the right way.
Well, that's the end of our story, and thanks for listening to The Prototype. You can find us on the internet at prototypeproduction.net. Just click on the little button there that says podcast. You can also find us on iTunes now. Just go under the iTunes store, type in the prototype under the podcast directory. For those of you wondering about Steve, he'll be doing fine. Just look around some local bars here in Salt Lake City. Probably find him playing. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Come back and see me again next time. This is The Prototype. <laughs>